trust me, they know. Trust me, they know. Listening to you sounds a little Sims. Little Slims. This is 101 FM. We're live at ya. Top of the flats. Can't see us, but you can hear us. Hello, 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 folks. You are tuned in, indeed, as so close to what Little Sims just said there. You are listening to 101. Point nine FM, CFRC 101.9 FM. We are live here from the Queen's campus. It is now 8pm Sunday evening. You're tuned in to the Yellow Bridge Road and we've got an hour of great music for you just like the, the, the wonderful Little Sims track that we had just to start us off, which was indeed 101 FM on 101.9 FM. Um, so this week's show, we're approaching the end of the year, folks. It is, it's been an incredible year and somehow... It's almost over, unbelievably so even. So I just think we're, you know, we're going to use this week to sort of try and highlight some of the best stuff that's come up over the year. Um, Maybe some stuff that we've slightly forgotten about as we get closer to December and all of that. Um, You know, we had some great music all the way through from January to now. And I know we talk a lot about, say, music that's been out for the last five or so months. And maybe we forget a little bit about some of the cool stuff that happened at the beginning of the year. So this week is just going to be me highlighting as much cool stuff that's happened in the last in the last 12 months, right from January. All the releases from this year, all the cool stuff, the bands that have had breakthrough moments, things like that. And um, I think there are some bands who have real potential for 2024 who we would want to keep an eye on and of course there's so much great music that's come out this year as CFRC's British and Irish music show I think all we can really do is maybe try and focus it down uh, you know narrow it down to releases that came out of largely the UK or Ireland or by artists who are based in the UK and or Ireland Um, so I think we'll start it off with maybe some stuff that came out um a little while ago and uh, then we'll we'll bring it closer and closer to the year but I do want to say just as a disclaimer this is not like a chronological list unfortunately we aren't really starting in January and sort of working our way out I'm just throwing stuff at you which was really cool this year um, and I'm gonna start it off with let's start with a bit of rock music so this was I think from somewhere around March, uh, March, April, May, sort of around that mid-period. We had some music by um, Lovejoy. Let's start with that uh, because my playlist is super rushed today and I'll explain to you later why. Uh, We're going to start off maybe with a bit of Lovejoy. They've had a big year. Um, You know, they started in, I guess, 2021. And since then, it's they've really just exploded in this post-pandemic shift of bands that have come up. What's always really funny to me is the fact that as, as a band, they are... Uh, a band made out of a lead singer who used to be a really popular Minecraft YouTuber. I don't know if he still is, but sort of that that was sort of the first wave of, you know, listeners that would that really liked his music. And from there, they've just gone places. They've been playing um, their band from the UK. They've been playing sold out dates in the US and across US and Canada. They've done the tour. They had a great time at uh, Glastonbury this year, played the introducing stage, but definitely filled out far more than just what the introducing stage could handle. So they're definitely going to be back on festival bills and things next year. Look out for them. They uh, put out um, 
as I remember right, it was um, an EP, a couple of EPs that came out, uh, an EP that came out this year, which was called Wake Up and It's Over. And off of that was this super, you know, earworm of a riff, to me at least, called uh, Portrait of a Blank Slate. So we're going to start off by listening to a bit of that. Um, and then we'll just see what comes after that. We'll, we'll, we'll take it as it goes. Let's start with a bit of Lovejoy, Portrait of a Blank Slate. Teacher folks, welcome back to the Elaborate Road. Um, we've just been talking about our favorite um, pieces of work that came out in 2023. We're wrapping up the year. We'll have, we'll have special shows for you next week and the week after. I mean, if you're a keen Elaborate Road follower and you um, check the check the uh, calendar every week to know when you can le- next listen to our show, you have probably noticed that this year we've got the shows on the 24th and the 31st. So, you know, we might do stuff for that. So I figured we may as well wrap up the year, do our 2023 best off this week. So we're going through um, songs in no particular order, uh, just uh, showing you the best stuff that we've had out this year out of the UK and Ireland. Um, and we just listened to, we started with a bit of Lovejoy, who've had quite a year. The Last Dinner Party, Nothing Matters. What a song. I mean, for a first single, this was an incredible release. Of course, this wasn't the first song that the band wrote as such. It was just the first one they chose to release. They've been around for a little while. Not very long, though. Just, um, I think, like, about a year before they, um, before this EP came out. Uh, well, before these singles, really, have been coming out. Um, they started putting out music in, I would say, somewhere around March or April last year, uh, this year. And, you know, they'd been... They'd been a really offline band before that. They'd sort of made a name for themselves playing in the underground circuit in and around London. And, you know, what an ambitious band because the way they got started at all was, um, I think it was singer Abigail uh, and uh, perhaps their guitarist who happens to also play in a Queen cover band uh, at the time was like Moonlighting in a Queen cover band. And uh, they got together, they were at some post-punk shows happening around the city, and they just kind of looked at each other, looked at these sort of boys just looking at their feet and, you know, going through the whole shoegaze thing all over again, but this time under the disguise of post-punk. And they said, we can do better than that. We can put the theatre back into rock and roll music. And that's really what they've been doing. Their shows have been these, like, explosive, just, you know, very exploratory in the sense of going to those theatrical places that maybe some people in rock music had forgotten about a little bit or felt that shouldn't be touched in the name of authenticity or whatever. Um, you know, and the last dinner party are not having that. They are putting on their um, they're putting on their dress and dresses and their makeup and everything and they're going out, they're encouraging people who come to their shows as well to dress up and, you know, they have um, they almost have these dress codes and themes to every show. So when they did shows across the UK and uh, across Europe this year, they said, oh, you know, if you're coming to uh, a show at this location, your theme is to dress up as something out of a Grim, uh, a Brothers Grimm fairy tale. This one is sort of Rene- uh, Baroque period uh, clothing, or whatever it might be. And I guess people have really taken to it. And it's been a very interesting time to see them. 
And I think I'm I, I expect to see them playing much bigger slots at festivals and things like that. Again, they were at um, Glastonbury this year. I can't remember if it was Reading or Glastonbury, but they were on a pretty early hour. They were on at like 12 in the afternoon on one of the significantly smaller stages. And again, there were just so many people there to see them. The next year is definitely going to be much bigger slots for them. What a year they've had. And, you know, it's just getting climbing from there. Three singles out, each one bigger than the last. This is a band who's really just going to, you know, just trounce any and all competition next year, I guess. They're going to be really, really big. Then we had a bit of English teacher, Nearly Daffodils, which I think was just such a beautiful single. Um, That was the last thing that we heard. Um, Yorkshire band, sort of a post-punk band, and they've really been taking it. Now, I know this kind of is a complete U-turn from what I was just talking about uh, regarding the last dinner party. But uh, English teacher, almost in the exact opposite direction, they've they really allowed their music to feel. And Lily Fontaine, I feel the uh, singer and poet, has really been putting the poetry, the spoken word, the, you know, like when I listen to some songs that English teacher have put out, almost feels to me like you're sitting at uh, a poetry reading, almost like the sort the in a slightly different vibe, in a slightly more uh, delicate vibe, than the stuff that you would see, you know, Patti Smith and people attending in sort of the 60s and 70s, the sort of poetry readings that they would have in New York, and you'd have that whole punk poetry scene. I feel like English teachers are sort of bringing that back, but they're doing it their way, and I'm very excited for everything that they do next. Um, and Nearly Daftals is just such a good song. Um, we're going to have a little bit more music. Uh, we're going back in time once again. I have some music from Ants Live this was an album that came out this year called Just a Matter of Time. This one goes all the way back. So this is from January in this year. Um, and the song Number One Candidate, just what a joyous, confident and, you know, just steamrolling piece of throwback hip hop. It was Number One Candidate just, just you know, saw Anne's live sitting on the back of a horse, riding around, singing about, he, about how he is the number one candidate. And then uh, Flo. Another band, another group who've had a big year, um, sort of carrying over from all the stuff that was going on for them last year as well. They did a few bigger stages and, you know, they're really focusing on the choreographies and, uh, you know, the harmonies, those kind of triad singing that they've been doing. Really just like following and sort of filling the gap that I think has been seen for a while where we haven't had those kind of powerful R&B pop trios. Uh, for a long time so you know if you're looking for the next destiny's child it's probably going to be flow and this year they they got to do a track in collaboration with missy elliott um fly girl so we'll be listening to a bit of that and then a bit of a change of direction gray and chatton i've picked out a song from his solo album chaos for the fly oh my goodness i you know the thing is um fontaine cc who green sings for is a band that you really see as a band. You know, they're a collective, they're a unit. Each part has its own place. Although there was always this sense that each part had something more to offer than just what you could see within Fontaine's. And, you know, they've they've collaborated here and there and Grain himself is a very sought-after poet, really, uh, to the point where, you know, he's he's been, uh, he's been a collaborator, a vocalist, guest vocalist on so many different styles of albums. 
He's been on hip hop records. He's been on electro clash records. He's been on spoken word, almost poetry albums. He's been on K Tempest's album. He's been on uh, Left Field's uh, latest album that came out just at the end of last year. He's been on knee. He's been on a new single with Kneecap, which we might also play later on in the show because it is also just so good. Um, and he then announced he was putting out his his first solo single. And, you know, there'd, there'd been a little bit of doubt. Uh, you know, some people were a bit worried what's going to happen to Fontaine's now. Um, it was just a single, we thought. And then it turned out there was a whole album. And it's um, it's a conflicted album. It's not necessarily a very happy album. It does reflect a time and a place, you know, and all the things that Grin was going through, lots of anxieties and things like that on tour. And, you know, so it's not a very forgiving album. And it is angry, but it deals with everything in such beautiful ways. And there's uh, there's a song, not the one that I'm playing right now, but there's a song called uh, The Salt, um, um, salt, salt Throwers Off a Truck, which just has this, this line that so beautifully romanticizes a sultry winter's day in New York City. I didn't think that anyone would ever be able to make, you know, slip sliding um, on on an unshoveled road in New York City sound as beautiful as Green does. So uh, actually, do you know what? We will play that song. Uh, Fairly's has been a pretty big song for Green off of that album. It's just a beautiful song. And, you know, I mean, you can listen to it on your own time. I think maybe we'll listen to Solterra's Off a Truck. Um, and Fairly's was a song that, you know, Green's He's been on on television performing solo and things like that. People have really latched onto it. It's a beautiful song. Go listen to that. We'll listen to the other one, Assault Throwers. Um, it's just been a really beautiful album. And then Arlo Parks, someone who, do, someone who did say actually that she took inspiration from Fontaine's on her new album that came out mid this year uh, called My Soft Machine. Saw her collaborating with Phoebe Bridges. Saw her just, you know, continuing in her vein of really beautiful and emotive music. We're going to listen to the song Impurities, which is also just a brilliant, brilliant and very evocative song. But I think we should start off with Number One Candidate by Ants Live. Stand up. Yeah. I'm f- with it, he say, she say, getting no delay, run it like relay, bro, you ain't going like this. Henny in my cup, hot tea straight, big fur jacket. bit of Arlo Parks, folks. Impurities, uh, we had some... We're, we're doing a year-end wrap-up here on CFRC on the Yellow Ridge Road. Um, it's a little bit hastily thrown together, I must say, because I finished my hopefully final ever final exam just an hour before this show. So I've just... I've made my year-end playlist, which is a huge task because you have to think about everything that's that you liked that's come out in the whole year in all the 12 months and I've had to put that together in 10 minutes before the show so we'll see how it goes I hope I hope you've been enjoying it so far but yeah I'm done when you see me next year I won't be in school anymore um we had a bit of Alopak's impurities my soft machine was such a good album such a considered album all the great stuff that you know Alopak's is known for just that kind of like blending of like this R&B touch, but then she also said that she was taking inspiration from, you know, different sources for this album. Everything from Missy Elliott to Fontaine's DC. Speaking of whom, we also had some music by Green Chatton, Salt Rose Off a Truck. 
like I was talking about, just the the like I haven't heard a more romanticized description of a slushy day in New York City when the when the sidewalks haven't been um haven't been plowed yet. But that was a bit of uh, his album that came out, Chaos for the Fly, supposedly from that uh, saying, what's um, what's uh, w- something like what's normal for the spider is chaos for the fly, that quote. And he just took the chaotic bit of it and he was like, this is my chaos. Um, a bit of flow as well. Their uh, single with Missy Elliott, Fly Girl, and Ants Live off of his album, Just a Matter of Time, number one candidate was just... Such an upbeat, confident, joyous hip-hop song. Um, I'm going to throw in a little bit of new Yard Act. Now, Yard Act have taken um, a, a charge new direction this year. So, you know, 2021 saw their album, The Overload, and <clears throat> we saw that whole post-punk era. And Yard Act had always said, you know, don't, don't look at us as a post-punk track, uh, a post-punk band. We're different. We, you know... We're we're much more than just shoegazers kind of reciting spoken word stuff. And so they've taken it in a much more dance floor electronic direction on the 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 few singles that they've put out since then. You know, there was um there was the super long, very electro song that they did um a little while ago, um, which was called the Trenchcoat Museum and you know, the trench coat being a big part of their look and everything that also just makes them stand out so much. And then they put out the single Dream Job. I've picked Dream Job just as representative of everything. It's It's been a good year. They've been on the festival stages and all that stuff as well. Um, I think that will probably continue for them. But, you know, they are trying to balance it. They, they did uh, end last year with pulling out of a few festivals and dates around because they were just burned out. So hopefully they find a good balance of that and just it continues to be a good time for them to tour. Then I'm going to pick a song called Everyone's Saying That by Girl Ray, which is just the funkiest, wonderful track. Um, I, don't, I don't remember if the album's out yet, but they had an EP, which was just a collection of singles. Um, we'll, I don't know if we'll see the album later on in the... Uh, no, the album did come out, right. It did come out in August, Prestige. And this was just so funky. Girl Ray... Uh, just like a cool, um, cool indie rock band who've suddenly taken a much funkier direction than they had before. It was always very cool, but this is just funkier. And then the High Life EP, Block Party, just a wonderful EP. And, you know, it's Block Party just kind of keeping on, keeping on. Um, they are doing sort of 20-year dates for because um, we're coming to the point where it's it's almost sort of 20 years of Silent Alarm. So they're doing some things for that next year. And there's just been a really big response to that. Um, They're doing like shows in London where they're going to be playing the album in full or something of that sort. Um, We're just going to be playing one song off the album because it's just uh, off the EP, the High Life EP, which is just so good. Um, And lastly, I want to highlight the new Girls' School album because I feel like that got swept under the radar a little bit. Girls' School, probably the longest-running female rock band, like, ever. I think it's been 45 years of them being a band. So they put out an album this year, all new music, called WT45. 
And we're going to play a song of that into the night just because I feel like they get brushed under the carpet a little bit and we forget to talk about them and they have a pretty important place in UK music history if you think about it. But we'll start off with some yard act, Dream Job. It's just the most northern chorus ever. Watch out for it. We get down to the sound of a singular A bit of girl school into the night. They just put out an album this year called WT45 because they've been around for 45 years. Really cool rock and roll band. They played a bunch of times supporting like Motorhead and doing tours on their own. And they were just a really cool band who maybe sometimes got uh, stuck a bit in the shadow of Motorhead just because it opened for them. Uh, we also had a bit of block party, some stuff off of their EP that came out this year, The High Life. Some really, really good songs on that. Some Girl Ray, So Funky, um, and off of their Prestige album also came out this year. I, I just really liked that song. It was really cool. And then Yard Act, Dream Job, very, very... Uh, actually, it's not that far a shift from what they did before. You always knew Yard Act had a little bit of that kind of, that kind of bend of just doing something fun. It was just such a fun chorus on there. It's the most northern chorus I've heard in a while. Just going mint. Ace, Dees. Um, I'm, I'm going to play some stuff that, um, coming up next, I'm going to play some stuff that's maybe less um, of something that kind of blew up this year. Uh, it's just an artist who had a really cool song that I thought we should be listening to. It's an artist called March, which is, I guess, like the alias of this singer-songwriter called Kitty O'Neill uh, from the UK. And she just put out this song called What Does That Make Me? And it's, it's very much kind of acoustic, solo, singer-songwriter. But if you actually sit and sort of listen to her storytelling on the song, it's so good. Just one of one of the most, like, it'll make you just stop in your tracks and and just listen to it. So if you're driving, you know, pull over. Um, and then the Depeche Mode album came out this year, obviously Memento Mori. So I just figured, you know, big album of the year. Uh, we'll play Ghosts again. Um, and Heartworms. Heartworms just had such an such a crucial year. People started noticing the band sort of last year. Well, I say the band. It's it's mostly their singer, songwriter. Sort of, she does most of everything on her own. Uh, Jojo Orme. And her stuff is just really post-punk and really, like, dark and heavy and goth and sometimes, you know, leaning on industrial um, so she put out an EP earlier this year called, um, I think it was called A Comforting Notion. And some like really, really like effective stuff on there. And the live performances are incredible. And people have really been noticing. I think the first time I heard of her and the band were when Enemy put out this article just spotlighting them because they were playing at uh, one of the showcase festivals, I think out in the Netherlands or somewhere. And um, Enemy said that this is that Heartworms are going to be the next big cult band. That might still happen. They put out a single just a little while ago called "May I Comply." It's a song that they've you know they've been playing live for a bit, and they've just decided to drop it now. So it's it's been around. It's been around this year, and it's just really again really just affecting. Um, so I'm gonna play a bit of that. Um, then I have. I don't know if I'm going to play this song because it is quite long and I have a few more songs I want to talk about, but at least maybe we'll talk about it 
an artist called Ren, sort of Bristolian Welsh artist, who um, who put out one of the most theatrical albums of this year. Uh, it was an album called Sick Boy, and he was basically, you know, it's sort of quite autobiographical. So it was like written about uh, his uh, this really, you know, theatrical. Um, uh, retelling of his own story. So, you know, he was ill for almost like five years or so. And during this time, you know, he had like, he had like um, Lyme disease, mental health problems, all of that. And he was in rehabilitation for a while, just recovering from all of that. And all that has kind of poured itself into his album, Sick Boy. And, you know, he wrote about all of that. And the album just, it was almost a bit of a low-key release because he recorded all of that stuff and then he went into recovery in Canada up here and the album came out and I guess people just really connected with it because you sit and you watch the music videos, you listen to his thing and it's just, it's almost like musical theatre and, you know, the album is less of an album and more of this storytelling thing. Um, I would really want to play the song Money Games Part 3, which is, I guess, Part 3 of the album. Um... If I'm if I'm not able to squeeze that in, you need to go listen to the whole album, Sick Boy. It's just so well articulated and just very like the stakes are so high, and you know the the attention to detail is incredible. Um, but if I don't end up playing that, we will listen to a bit of Yasmin Lacey though. Late Night People um, came out uh, this year as well. It was a January release, so this one goes way back. Uh, the Voice Notes uh, Voice Notes was the album that it was on um, that came out in March. Um, so just bringing back some cool songs that we might have forgotten about as we come to the end of the year. So we'll listen to a bit of that and honestly we'll see how much time we have. But March, what does that make me? Just a wonderful piece of songwriting here on CFRC. Yasmin Lacey, uh, a bit of stuff off of her album, uh, voice notes, uh, just which really kind of preserves this kind of um, this intimate voice note kind of feeling, but also just has this unique to Yasmin Lacey blend of sort of uh, soulful, jazzy electronica with R&B just thrown in. And that was a really good album. We also heard a bit of um, March, What Does That Make Me? Just a wonderful songwriter, I think is what it makes you. Uh, Heartworms and Depeche Mode, Ghosts Again, from the Memento Mori album. Um, we have time for maybe like 10 more minutes of music. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up some of the later releases and uh, one big event that happened sort of midway through this year. Um, so I want to talk about a couple of Welsh albums and um, well, a couple of, let's say, non, non-England, non-London based uh, albums as well. So I have some music by Chroma, who also put out an album um, this year. The album was called Ask for Angela and it's sort of based on the this like code crisis um, code for women in the UK where you know as a code word for asking for help you can ask for Angela and, the, and their album sort of features on themes of like 
womanhood, of being a trans woman, of um, like dealing with discrimination and things like that. Talks also about mental health and all of that. And I'm gonna play us one song. Well, I, I don't. So there was a version of this song on the album. It's called uh, I Don't Wanna Go Out. But they also released, because they're a Welsh band, they released it bilingually and had like two versions of it. So there's another version of this song called Sign Moin Mid Mass. Again, I don't want to go out, but the Welsh version, I'm going to play a bit of that because they're just one of the bands really like coming up in the Welsh music, Welsh language music scene at the moment. So we'll listen to a bit of that and then we'll go up north to Ireland. We'll have a bit of kneecap. Um, kneecap have been around for a little while, for I would say like four-ish years almost a bit more than that maybe and they've been really um really sort of radicalizing and yeah like radically shaking up the irish language music canon hip-hop trio from belfast um northern ireland and they've just been putting out sort of really revolutionary uh rap music hip-hop music and uh this year they did team up with green chatton again we're bringing that back green chatton Andy Nicholson of um, Arctic Monkeys on the bass, uh, Tom Call, drummer of Haunting CC, also on this album. Basically, it's a Gray and Chatton vocal collaboration on a kneecap song, Better Way to Live, and just irreverent, but also with its own themes going on. And we'll listen to a bit of that. Just It's been on repeat for me. Then we'll have a bit of... Um, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Mercuries this year because the Mercuries were won this year by Ezra Collective for their album Where I'm Meant to Be. Now, this isn't really from 2023, it's from 22, but the, the award happened. It won for 2023. And it was. I think it just highlights the, the very unique UK um, sort of neo-jazz scene mixing sort of like hip-hop and uh, alternative music with really traditional and very accomplished jazz instrumentation and it's uh, entirely unique to london entirely unique to the uk and to see it be recognized it just like uh, it really just pushes paves the way forward for this whole scene like it's here and it's being acknowledged now and i think on a similar vein uh, this week, just a couple of days ago, was also the surprise Salt show. So Salt announced this one-off show in London where they would be playing for the first and only time the entirety of an album. And that's just how Salt are. And, you know, it was, I think, even though it happened so late in the year and it's only been two, two-ish days since it happened, people are already calling it the best live show of 2023. They came together and it was like Afrofuturism and... Uh, again, sort of neo-jazz and soul and all these narratives. And they had almost like, it was almost like a walk-in museum where you'd walk through this like frozen freezer corridor and you'd see things in the walls. And, you know, it was just the whole thing from from the first step you took into the venue, the drum shed in London. The full thing was just an experience, a journey that you were meant to experience. There was no part of it that was just as is, you know. People are calling it the best show of the year and, you know, Salt are going on tour next year doing one album in in each country. And it's just, I'm so excited to see what happens there. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we, there is going to be a Canadian album date. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so I I might play a bit of Ezra Collective, uh, the, the collaboration with Koji Radical, No Confusion, if not, I do want to end with a bit of Dream Wife, who've had a great year. So social lubrication, 
they're so cool. They just like go about, play their rock music, build their own guitars. Their energy on stage is insane. So we'll play a bit of Who Do You Want to Be? I know I want to be as cool as Dreamwife, but first we'll have a bit of Chroma, Sign One Mid Mass. This might be the last you hear from me for today, so I will see you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.